its primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Grex Kondak, and you're listening to Core World News, your Holland News service providing in-depth coverage of the latest stories from every sector of the galaxy. Now for your news segment rundown for January 15th, 2023. 99 problems, but a bad batch ain't one. We now go live to the CWN newsroom to join your host, Ben Granted Adam, to discuss the latest episode of Bad Batch. All right. Thank you very, very much, Grex. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Core World News. It's great to have you all here. Um, we're uh, live again. Well, not live yet, uh, but we're doing a video version of this. So hello to everyone on YouTube um, who's checking out this. And um, yeah, to all our regular podcast listeners, thanks so much. Um, as always, it's good to talk to you. We got some bad batch to talk about this week, guys. Uh, episode three, Ooh. yeah, yeah, of uh, season two, uh, solitary uh, clone. This was the this was the title that I was really excited about last week. Yeah, and did not disappoint. I will just say, spoiler alert: we talked about like when, how late into the season will be till you get my full complete buy-in. Apparently, it's episode three. I am one hundred percent in and back. Yeah, yeah. This is quite possibly the best episode of Bad Batch yeah. I've seen thus yeah. far, and um, it was like the self-contained Pixar short. Like the, it just felt like this <laughs> it, dark yeah. Pixar short in a lot of ways because it starts with the sort of mundane, the mundanity of just of crosshair eating in the cafeteria, and it loops back to that. It circles yes. back to that exact same moment. And that's to me that was such a Pixar move to sort of focus on this very specific sort of mundane moment and mm-hmm. circle back to it extremely dark like this was maybe the darkest episode of anime animated star wars i've seen it's up yeah, there I, it was, it, it's very dark i would yeah. say it's the most adult and i don't mean that in any yeah. way other than like it's just it, it is not like i was watching this uh while my wife was watching another show tonight so i was just like on my i have my headphones in watching this uh she she watches all star wars she just doesn't really watch the cartoons and i'm like oh carl you're missing out on this like i don't like this is this is like and or level depth yeah, uh, that I was just like not ready for. And I just feel like it does a trick that I really love in, in TV and movies where I, we talked about this before, like I don't pick up on soundtrack cues all that much. My brain's not really attuned that way, but boy, my brain is attuned for lack of music. And, and, and there is like a sparsity of music in certain segments of this show, and especially that opening and closing where it's just it's just crosshair in like the bunkers and there's no music. And you just hear how quiet and lonely that life is. And it was brilliant and amazing and really made me feel. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Kevin Kiner, again, like I, I'm just feeling like an evolution for Kevin Kiner, an evolution for Dave Filoni's yes. direction and storytelling. Um and yeah, Kiner's score, like, I always felt like it was pretty sparse in Clone Wars and pretty light touch, um, just mm-hmm, sort of did, mm-hmm. the, did the thing and that was it. But I feel like probably since um, Ludwig uh, Goranson just like, you know, reinvented Star, uh, Star Wars soundtracks that Kiner's been been a little more bold. And oh my gosh, especially the last like 10 minutes, the score is so moody and yeah. so beautiful. Um, it's really just carries, it really takes like the narrative to another level. And, um, it was a lot of, yeah, there's like kind of these roaring synths a la 
the Blade Runner 2049 sort of soundtrack yep. towards the yep. end of this episode that just blew my mind. I was like, this is some of the most interesting music we've heard in in animated Star Wars. And I think it was almost like Crosshair's theme in the episode. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I think that's what I'm trying to touch on. Um, uh, I guess the sort of the darkest beat of the episode, it really just revs up in that moment. And uh, yeah, really, really gorgeous yeah. music uh, playing in this so, one. So we did a... a um... We did a, a sort of roundup or a, a summary last week, but I don't know if um, we planned on doing it this week. Um, do you want, would you like me to do a quick summary? Um, sure. Ready. I, got, I mean, by all means, I, yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't have one ready, but um, I was just going to sort of um and ah my way through uh, a brief sort of telling of it. But um, yeah, essentially uh, we, we following Crosshair this time uh, and he is thrust back into service he gets sent out on a mission um matches up with an old friend maybe we'll talk about that a little later but um mm -hmm. and uh goes on a mission to uh convince uh the planet of Jurassic. desix desix yeah. sorry desix um yeah. and yeah uh that they are now under imperial control and they're a holdout um well it's kind of like kind of like the inciting incident it's kind of like you know, a regional, an imperial regional governor is captured and held hostage by the actual governor of Desix and uh, Admiral uh, June, Vice Admiral Rampart then sends Crosshair to deal with the threat, knowing Crosshair's sort of um, tinge or, or dark side sort of tinge, his willingness to do, do the worst. And so that's that's. That's something that I really clocked. This yeah, his, his love <laughs> yeah, his, of tyranny. His yeah. Immorality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's like when I'm being told what to do, I never have to think about the morality issues. I can just kill people, which is yeah. like what I'm really, really good at. Yeah. Another trick this episode plays that I love uh, is that you get to the action scenes pretty late into this, into this episode, maybe the second half. And the they're beautifully directed and really astounding and you're sitting there like almost fist pumping and then like halfway through i'm like i'm getting excited for the bad guys yeah <laughs> and, and it's just it's such a great little mind bleep for a second where you're just like oh i feel they are fighting clankers so <laughs> i think right. i think it's yeah. okay <laughs> but clankers on the right oh, no, side 100%. right clankers have been yeah. reprogrammed oh, yeah. for the right side yeah but it's it's weird it's a weird yeah, feeling yeah for stormtroopers and it's it's a little easier because they're essentially still wearing their like clone armor a lot of them but mm -hmm. it's like yeah it, it flips it's on it on its head a little bit but it's weird because you're right it's exactly the same as like a million um clone wars episodes it's like okay commanders are out there here are the clones fighting at squaring off against um you know battle droids and um, and off we go. But yeah, it's it's a but it's a very it's a visually dark episode. It, it looks different than other um, Clone Wars episodes. Right. Yeah. And it sort does. of the major reveal here is that uh, Crosshair is sent to work under a new commanding officer. And that commanding officer is none other than Commander Cody. And he's he's exchanged the yellow armor for now what looks like gray like gray uh clone armor and he's got these sweet antennas that sort of stick out of his head and his shoulder there um so cool to see cody back in the picture like this is i think we've all been waiting yeah. to see you know certain clones uh you know reappear in the canon and 
he's one that means like he's one that must be inherently good given how much time he spent with the most righteous of the Jedi in, in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like he he must be he must be good. And we see that goodness shine through in this episode. And uh very cool to learn that he goes AWOL at the end of this episode. And uh, when you think about solitary clone, yeah, it's like so- is it's not just the title being solitary clone. It's not just crosshair being this loner at the lunch table. It's it's right. also this one guy who's thinking different. He's going against the grain who thinks that, you know, we're just droids. If we follow order, orders, we need to. Yeah, it's it's great. Bachelor solitary clone. Right. And I, and I love that, too. I, lo- I love a name. I love a name game, too, as well. Um, Crosshair. So I just want to. Con- yeah. And also just uh, yeah. for, for uh, all of our listeners, just in case Commander Cody was the top clone um in the 212th which was obi-wan kenobi's detachment and we've heard a yes. lot about rex uh captain rex which is anakin's top you know top commander um and, or captain and uh but we haven't heard anything uh after the fall of the republic as far as commander cody so fan favorite uh it's good to see what he's you know what he's been up to yeah um yeah inter- just, interesting that's the that thing is like i want ops now or whatever he's doing it doesn't seem like he's yeah. In, in any no. sort of division anymore it seems like he's now just running these sort of like these exactly. these missions for the empire. Yeah. yeah yeah and again- so i want to confirm i just want to confirm for myself and for our listeners because i you guys are much better with the clones than i am um i, I feel bad it feels almost like racist for me to be saying this i get them mixed up quite a bit what are they um but i'm like <laughs> yeah but i'm like so like like everything's i'm like all right i know Cody is and like I got I got like I got everything down up to about order 66 and then my brain goes a little fuzzy and I think that's because the timeline is a bit fuzzy so and I think I confirmed this but I just want to confirm with you all this is as far as we've seen in Cody's story correct like correct. we don't know what happens to yes. Cody past yeah. this point okay I think yeah I just wanted to confirm today, that the last yeah. time right. we saw Cody was uh was I think in Revenge of the Sith I don't season. even know if he was in seasons in seven because yeah. he focused so much on on the five oh first with Rex. Well, he what's so what's the scar that he has that is clearly affecting his inhibitor trip chip? Wasn't that seasons? Oh, was he in seven? Oh, I can't remember. Here we go. This is exactly what we're trying yeah. to avoid. Here we, we go. Into the vaults of, we don't, I know we don't, we're trying we to get better at this, people. That. I mean, for any, I just I thought you were going to. Yeah say that you were you may have thought that was like wolf or or another commander who wore yeah. gray in the past because the gray is what threw me and um and, and sort of i could see that being a sort of confu- confusion an audience could have uh, identifying clones but um yeah it, it's yeah we have to take it for the you know for his title it's cody so it, it's it, he's just wearing gray now yeah. and uh it, it's i don't just, think it, he had his inhibitor chip removed you know because he did shoot at he shot at Obi Wan, so yeah, um, yeah. I, I think that's there. I think that's just a scar in his head. You don't see Cody's face often. You see it in the movie, I think, right before that scene. He has his helmet. Yeah, off, but um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that was no, uh, season seven. Was just five oh first. You're absolutely right. Yeah, nothing else other than like a mission to Kashyyyk, but that doesn't have anything that 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 a mission to Kashyyyk happened between uh, episode three and what we just saw but it doesn't have anything to do with like anything it seemed like it was just a standalone quick okay well i love that stuff i want to know that i love the timelines i want to know where people are and in relation and cody's a fun character man he's definitely a a fave of mine 
he had like cool armor this is almost it i think he had like more of like a visor with blinders on it with the yellow armor but i think the mm -hmm. empire has just gone monochromatic it's just white black and gray and they've allowed him to keep clone armor but he's just had to paint over you know he, they're no longer the 212th he's just doing whatever they tell him to do and um and it's funny we do get a lot of like in the caf the cafeteria shots we yeah. hear some chatter from the uh from some other clones and they're they're very worried they don't know what their life is going to be now they don't know if they're going to have um a job if they're going to have a uh you know a career anymore they're they're worried about being replaced and they should be yeah yeah i mean you also see phase one stormtrooper armor in this episode which was standout moment for me it was just like i don't think we see that i don't think we've seen that armor yet in this have we have we yeah it it looked awesome and it was obviously like the ralph mcquarrie sort of prototype yeah. concept art yeah. um for the stormtrooper i was very pleased to see that that was i think my standout moment is just seeing that armor but the clones yeah very much are, are kept in the clone the phase two armor and yeah um yeah it, it seems like they, they're all uh, rampart sort of given up on them uh he even thinks they're that they're not to be trusted and that they're faulty and that they don't they're not going to follow yeah. orders and most of them are going to go awol at some point yeah they're clearly trying not to integrate. They're yeah. just, I think we talked about this in the last, maybe it was the last episode where we talked about like the goal is for them just to keep putting these dangerous emissions yeah. and letting them die out, which is what we see in this, right? We see them, we see a majority of the clone troopers that are put on this mission are, do not make it out alive. Yeah, literal. Nova. Yeah. Pour one out for Nova. Nova. Oh, oh poor Nova. Yeah. And I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, also, didn't he kind of lived up to his name, Jake, right? He kind of went Nova. <laughs> yeah, <was> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't say it wasn't set up, what? right? <laughs> burr, burr, yeah. Burr. Um, yeah. It, it also, I mean, I don't have a lot of notes, but I was like, when they sent uh, Governor uh, Groton out there, they sent him with all of mm -hmm. the stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. They're yeah. like this, right? This Super menacing sort of arrival scene, and then he just is immediately taken hostage. I thought that was kind of a fun reversal. Yeah, yeah, um, it's pretty great. It's like, what did they like? Don't didn't you want to send more? Uh, no, I guess not. And, uh... and, and to your point, Adam, I think you brought up a few episodes ago about how you're you're not so certain that Andor didn't ruin Star Wars, like. I, I feel like I, I think I said I, that. I, I think I said that off air, but we could bring constantly that constantly analyze the disparity yeah. between like this sort of storytelling and Andor, and it, it, mainly because it's exploring yeah. the same sort of deep, like dark themes of this new uh, sort of totalitarian regime taking over the the, the, yeah. the, the uh, sort of yeah nascent right. empire, the, the the its beginnings and uh, and and all the the, the tyranny yeah. that's occurring, and um, but it's cartoonish. It, obviously, it's for kids, but I'm saying like. It's just so like the, the regional governor, it just feels very cartoonish in comparison to a lot of the ISB personnel in Andor. Obviously, this is an animated show. I, I get it. I get but, but Rampart, I would argue, could could slide in and out of That's, Andor. Like he is well written enough yeah. that he and just the acting, the sort of like sneering, you know, wry, uh, just sort of, I don't know, uh, always keeping his plans up his sleeve. That, that's such an Andor sort of character in a lot of ways. And uh, Rampart is probably the only character yeah. I can imagine maybe going between the shows and the animated. I agree. Or even, or even Crosshairs or Cody. Like I, I, here's the thing. Like I, I think we live in a post Andor yeah. world in Star Wars. <laughs> and, and, and what I said flippantly off air about Andor ruining Star Wars is just like, it is now like it shows us how, I don't know how, 
real Star Wars can get, and it, and it can be shows for adults, and I don't mean that by any violence or gratuity of any kind, of just of just the storytelling that's there and the depth of the storytelling. And I feel like this episode really, sorry, really played around in both those worlds, right? Like, there were moments where it felt like Andor, and then you're right, Grant, there were moments where it felt yeah, like... Yeah, I would argue Groton feels, like, if you want yeah. to see sort of a tonal shift yeah. there, it's like Groton feels very cartoonishly bad and then rampart feels uh i guess there's a more depth to his he's more three-dimensional as a bad guy um yeah and but, just well written yeah yeah and i will just say too is like so when you get ames right like the we refer to as the true governor of, yeah. of desic's ames right like the i mean spoiler alert, we'll just get to the end the point the part where where crosshairs kills her like you're Watching that scene, and I, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm going to speak for you all. I don't think there was any surprise how that scene played out. Like, I, I you sitting there just waiting for Crosshairs to kill her. But at the same time, that scene was really masterful storytelling yes. where you're having one action take both characters in the same setting going off on on um, adjacent or 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 per, actually perpendicular no parallel no perpendicular i think not even parallel perpendicular story points right because they're going in opposite directions completely away from each other where like 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 in that moment cody decides to leave and in that moment crosshair decides to kind of yeah well, he's all in his yeah. moment to you know we see yeah he was he's like oh yeah this is great this is gonna clear up my name and they're gonna know i'm a good soldier if i if i if i follow this order yeah They'll know I'm in, and this is I'll be back yeah. in the Empire's good graces. And it's it's left yeah. to us to wonder it, if Crosshair uh, learned anything from Cody's actions. Um, I I don't I think don't so. Know. Yeah, I feel like Cody was like I feel like I don't Crosshair think so either. Like yeah, jump, see ya. You know, I think we got to that. We got to the we got to the Kylo Ren issue at this point with with Crosshair, where it's just like he has done so much. It's hard to see redemption in his other than a sacrifice play at this point. Like I don't, I don't think we get a happy ending for Crosshair yeah, one way or I the other. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd still, I'd like to see some yeah. sort of gray area there instead of like yeah. it's just been done yeah. so many times with the sacrifice play, like where it's like he comes back around, he I understands know. he made mistakes, or you know he understands he was following the wrong thing, but it just took him longer to get there. And um, yeah. you know, and like you know, he doesn't get fed it as a hero, but um you know, but has something else. I, I kind of want him slim pickings riding the bomb down. Like I kind of want him by the end, just being like the big yeah. bad all in. There's no good left in yeah. him, you know, like that's kind of where I want him to go. Yeah. Makes sense, Cause it, you know, it's the you know, the bad batch is the vehicle to tell the story on both sides of, of this conflict. Yeah. And you know, we know crosshair and, um, but that's the difference between crosshair and the rest of the people. I also thought that, you know, that scene with, uh, Tawny Ames, the uh, director, I forget what her honorific was in that um, city or, or a planet. Um, I think she was the governor of it. Of... She kept calling herself governor. the true governor or like true the governor. governor. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, two, two people moving in separate directions, but the fact that it was Cody, I, I like, because I've watched all of Clone Wars a couple times, um, you feel the gravity of like, of all the, adventures that cody's been on and how much he's learned from anakin and obi-wan and you know his humanity that he took out of war and his experience and you know him 
being responsible for men's lives and um and troopers lives and then you've got crosshair super narrow sort of sociopathic <laughs> like like focus. This, but if yeah. it was like hunter instead of cody i don't think it would have the same gravity even though you know no and back to this bad back to the bad badge being a sort of vehicle to explore the clones uh this this that standoff with with uh the the actual governor at the aims at the end and sort of the, the execution that occurs there and cody's whole uh, uh, uh sort of uh, struggle with that moment uh, that felt like the logical next step in understanding clone thought progression after the uh, the rise of the empire like yeah, they were brainwashed for Order 66, and somehow they were able to rationalize that after the fact. But now to see this governor just turn on the locals of this this planet, just pull, be the lawful evil person in the room, and then them just witness that, like you said, Ben, they've built up humanity during the war. They're now going to start to question things. And so this just felt like, yeah. uh, again, to what you know, this being a masterful story, this just felt like the logical next step in exploring the clones and now where they go from here. And so I thought this episode was just like one little step in the infographic towards understanding the clones and their evolution. Yeah. And I thought that was that that's what this episode felt extremely meaningful, which whereas other episodes feel like fetch quests and little yeah. bounties and underworld yeah. activity and stuff like that. This this felt very this... meaningful. This show, this show, this series is the extinction of the clones, right? Yes. Like that's what this show is. And 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 it took me a while to figure out what the show is. And I I I will say this probably every episode when this show is announced, I'm like, fine. Like why 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 are we doing this? And then it, it as not that it needed to do this, not that it was it's necessary or responsibility to do this, but it has justified its existence to me constantly of just saying, like, no, like we we like these are humans. These are humans that that this entire prequel trilogy is surrounding why that we just take for granted in the movies at times, right? That so like like really justifying like, no, this is this is a I mean, I don't I don't want to use the word too too loosely, but it is a genocide of an entire species in a way that we're watching through the Clone Wars into this, into the Bad Batch. Like it is really this episode shook me, and I, and I know that's such a I know that's such a like a whatever way to talk about things, but like just realizing last season, oh no, like the Empire is just gonna send them out there to be cannon fodder, and then literally the next episode is like, watch, like watch us make them cannon fodder, and it's just it's they they like Filoni or I, I didn't see who directed this, but they did not blanch away from like in a way that I felt like in the Bad Batch when you lose a or sorry in the Clone Wars when you lose a clone it was cartoony it was whatever, like they held. They held and they had screams and they had horror. Like it was horror elements when these clones yeah. died, right? Like it, you felt yeah, it. That's a yeah. really good point. And I, off of that, you know, you said why, and um, we don't pump Lucasfilm's tires that much, you know, but you know, for Andor, we said why, you know, for, uh, for Obi-Wan, we said why. And every time, you know, there are really yeah. good creative minds at Lucasfilm and with the directors and the storytellers that will like spend a lot of time answering why. And they did it in really inventive ways. And, the, you know, this story about the demise of the clones is now I'm like, it's a, of course it's essential. And Filoni's really has been really good about exactly. playing up the tragedy yeah. of the clones. Um, be like, don't forget about these, these guys. And, and especially in season yeah. seven and later seasons of Clone Wars, um, he's done that, but like same thing. And so now this story is essential. This, you know, you know, it's same thing with, uh, Obi-Wan. It was like, well, why would you tell the story? And now I'm like, Oh, well actually this makes a lot of sense. Like when did he finally, you know, finally turn into the person that, um, 
that was you know come to terms with his his fight with Anakin and like yeah. and you I mean, know and Andor it's like oh my gosh yeah. like the birth of the rebellion is like the coolest story. Granted, yeah. the storyteller when you know did a lot to do with you know a lot to make yeah. it a viable story, but um, yeah, they, they did a great job. No, I agree. I I, I realized with uh, Obi Wan kind of the, the second time I rewatched some of it and I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh. We never saw his apotheosis story. And this is what that that yeah. series is, is his apotheosis story, right? Which is just like the end of his hero's journey in a, in a, in a big way, um, as much as we see at the end in, in episode four. But so I think you're right. I think they've done such a good job with each of these series telling you the why through story, right? Not, not with just like online saying, no, this is why it's important. Like, no, just tell us the story and the story justifies it. Um, I will also say the other thing this, this, this episode does, I think is really thoughtful is like through all of this, and through the action scene, it also demonstrates how scary and how big of a bad Crosshair can be. Oh, yeah. He is the most dangerous clone I think we've ever met. Like, they show him take down a tank by shooting down its barrel. That, that They do the mirror trick thing that he does again, and that is frightening. <laughs> yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah. And it wasn't just a, like he oh, hit yeah. the mirror. It was like he hit the mirror, and then it ping-ponged off of like three droids and then yeah. killed the commander droid. And it was like, Oh yeah, that was such a sweet yeah. shot. Yeah. It was pretty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's basically bullseye from the Marvel comics, but yeah, that's all right. But yeah, it's, yeah, there's a place for that. Um, and it makes sense that he would be the yeah. bad out of the batch, the baddest of the batch. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I have to imagine that he's, his, his finale is going to be big and, I wouldn't be surprised if it involves Rampart in a major way. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that's yeah. the last person he who he lines up in the crosshair because it's just mm-hmm. it, it just seems like it's going that way in a lot of ways. I love so. that. Actually, if he went like yeah. falling down in like an imperial complex and just starts taking out all the imperials, that would be pretty amazing. <laughs> I, yeah, it feels like maybe he's going to do a lot of the work for the Bad Batch, not for the Bad Batch, but because he's just keeps getting sure. like slighted yeah. and like he just, you know, he's just going to end what up. If Crosshair yeah. snapped, you know, and like was tired of getting kicked around. Yeah, it would probably not end well, but it would be fun to watch. Or Rampart sends him on a sort of, a, you know, a doomed mission and he's like, he's just he just knows he was sent to die like i thought almost thought that's what this episode was or is possibly foreshadowing is that the next mission that rampart sends him on it's going to be hey i don't trust clones or crosshair anymore i just need to get rid of all of them and so i'm going to send them you know on these to be cannon fodder on this this war-torn planet or something and then crosshair's like comes back from it somehow some way and you know gets revenge i would yeah i would love it to turn into a sort of revenge matic for crosshair i mean they started Agreed. last oh. episode. No, this episode with him explaining he was for like thirty-four rotations on Camino. So yeah, he for spent a month, a month for a month. He was yeah. stuck yeah. on Camino. Camino yeah, before someone found him, and it's like, and he's still stuck around, you know. And like maybe he blamed himself for that, but it's like that's one thing. But another thing is if it's an obvious suicide mission, and he start or you know yeah. if there's three or four of these suicide missions. Yeah. And I mean he like kind of can't be killed cause he's so overpowered, but like, yeah, yeah. If, if he really felt threatened by the empire, he might, he might bite back. Yeah. Bite, bite the hand that feeds. Yeah. Yeah. I, I start to wonder, like we see this, the solitary clone, right? We see him seeing being around less and less clones. I wonder if by the end of the season, he's the sole clone, the titular solitary clone 
walking around this area and that's when it finally dawns on him right like they've systematically killed all of my brothers yeah that would be pretty powerful yeah yeah he could be the last one on the ship yeah i mean i mean just the last yeah, one in the empire. empire that'd be wild um yeah really fun to think about i think they uh yeah i mean we we talked about how the first double episode was really just getting you back up to speed on what Bad Batch is about. And then we're like, now we're starting to get a sense of what this season will be about. And I think, I think this was a, I mean, a, a really heavy note to start with, because this is essentially really the start of the season. Um, but it'll be exciting to see yeah. where it goes from there. I mean, obviously we're going to see the rest of the batch um, going on their missions. Are they going to start fighting the empire? Are they going to they meet crosshair in the middle again somewhere or, yeah, and will they will they cross paths with Cody, and then will Cody join the Bad Batch, and then will Crosshair get FOMO right. and attack and clash with the Bad Batch again, and be like, you know, return to his brotherly ways after having seen Cody sort of join them and 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 see that there really is uh, th- there's a lot of truth to what the Bad Batch think, and you know, leave the Empire and join them again. Like, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with Crosshair? But I have to imagine that arc is is revving up towards something major um, yeah. that's that's going to I happen. I hope we see more so, Cody. You know, I mean, they could easily just be like, that was Cody who went AWOL. Um, I I wanted to talk to you guys about this because I kind of worried that he was like that uh, Vice Admiral Rampart said he went AWOL. And now you can see my air quotes if you're watching on YouTube. Um, but uh, oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, you can see all our air quotes. Holding yeah. a chihuahua, so I can't use the other air quote. Um, <laughs> you can see that too. But um it, I was wondering if they killed him, if uh, if Rampart actually just killed yeah. Cody, and he was like, "Oh yeah, he went AWOL. No one knows where he is." <laughs> yeah, I I think I may have seen trailer material where like we see him. Uh-oh. Yeah, so I, I won't say. Gotta, you gotta be careful of trailers. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I've just uh, they look like there's some red, some yellow paint going around yeah. in some trailer material. That'd I saw be great, uh, because but, like, Rex or... is kind of spoken for. He he sort of has his own yeah. path with like rebels. Um, even though we're not quite there in the timeline, but we know he goes fishing for sandworms with Wolf, um, you know, at, at some point. So uh, I think what the fan, I mean, okay. So we needed to broach this topic at some point, which is just fan service. I feel like you get greatest hits with the droids in this episode. Like Dave, Dave, yeah, Dave. Get, uh, yeah. Every, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, all the, tr- every all the tricks in the book. Droid, like, other than B. One or B two, yeah, yeah. Dave greatest hits Filoni brings out all the droids for this episode, and I loved wait, wait, wait. it. But I'm also thinking, I like, I don't remember seeing a single droid in this episode. Oh, you mean the battle droids, like oh, the the, the battle, battle droids? Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, the battle droids. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, Ben, what episode did you watch? No, yeah, no, no. All the all the battle droids. It was a roll call. You're right. Except, you don't you don't get super battle droids. I guess. I guess you get. That's the one we didn't get. I, special forces i did love seeing the droidicas yeah. like i always forget about them and i'm always like oh they are intimidating like i always oh, forget totally. how scary they actually I think are. one clone yeah. gets like shredded when the oh, first yeah. one rolls uh-huh yeah <laughs> um what were the ones what were the spider like were there what are they called see again i swear i've watched uh clone wars twice through um, but I can't remember the like the ones that were crawling on the walls and jumping down on people. Oh God, are those like played there in Battlefront Two? Yeah, are they? Times. Are they droid commandos? Is yeah, that what they are? Commandos. Yeah, they're droid commandos. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you get those yeah. guys. 
It was just it felt like levels in a video game too. It was like B ones, droidicas, like droid commandos, like, yeah, you know, commander droid. But um, the whole thing, I don't think there's any fan service that Dave Filoni is afraid to entertain. You know what I mean? I think he's That's he's nice willing to try to. to <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to button. frame it in a nice way because I think he just, I think he does know what the fans want and he does try to deliver and. With Cody being in the picture, who's just? I think a lot of fans would like to see Cody interact with Obi Wan again. I think that's what, like a lot of fans want to see is sort of like them reconnect, because you see their friendship, you see a glimpse of it in live action, like in the films, and it's like, yeah, what would happen if they? I mean, we get that in some way. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's I think sort of a fan service approach that I, I bet Dave Filoni could tackle. Honestly, if anyone could do I mean, and we do get that cool scene in Obi-Wan, right? Where on the on the neon planet he does run across an old old uh does own he clone. Yeah. Cody in that series? By name? He doesn't need to though, I, theoretically. Not by name, but I think he says I worked with I think yeah. I think he kind of you know uh acknowledges Cody's existence without calling out by name, I yeah. believe. It would that would be yeah. fun. I mean, listen, I I have no problem with fans or, I mean, when it's, it's overdone, you're like, okay, like it's, it's a little immersion breaking, but I I always love it. There's a part of me that just like, you know, if, if I saw Obi-Wan in the series, I would be stoked or just like with Cody to have some closure on that story would be wild. Totally. Yeah. That's almost the closure that just a fun sort of like, I'm sorry. I tried to kill you. It it would add to both their tales. Yeah. But I like that type of fan service to me is like it's character and plot driven, so it doesn't bother me. It's like when not to like call out Rogue One, but like when um, yeah. Doctor Amazon, yeah, and, uh, walks by. I'm like, that's the moment I remember with you going, really, <laughs> really. Yeah. That was like the one moment for some reason that really bucked me when it came to uh, yeah, <laughs> came to fan service. I still remember. But it had to keep its perfect mirror yeah, yeah. image of A New Hope, and like that was I bet probably to the minute. That's right. I'm sure it lines up to the minute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's pretty funny. Um, Rad. Rad. Um, Yeah. Sad to see, uh, you know, pour some Jawa juice out for uh, Tawny Ames. Uh, She was a great character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We barely knew you. Voiced by Tasia Valenza. Um, She did a fantastic job. Um, oh yeah, he was great. So, yeah, he actually gives a nice little soliloquy at the end, where she, the reason why she's rejecting the empire is because she, so she mm-hmm. was a separatist. Um, she mentioned, yep. uh Count Dooku's Dooku. Dooku was right. Dooku was always yeah, so right. One thing we could yeah. talk Dooku about was is right. Dooku's legacy yeah. in the eyes of the galaxy is like, you know, the separatists are yeah. like he's a martyr. Probably they're just like, oh, you know. They killed him, and you know, and he predicted the rise of the empire. Like right, like like yeah, yeah. yeah, There you go. Instrumental in bringing about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was pretty. That was pretty fun. But then she mentions that uh, her and uh, Nita Bonteri created a peace treaty. They offered a peace treaty to the empire. I forgot about that uh, to the the republic, and it was um, and it was rejected. Which yeah, is like it, they wanted yeah. to nonviolently end the war, and of course, Darth Sidious as Chancellor Palpatine was like, "No, that's not in the plans." 
<laughs> that doesn't really yeah. work in my plans. Martial law yeah. is kind of nice yeah. for me. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So I got this whole empire yeah. thing about to start, and <laughs> that would put uh, yeah. something in there. So yeah, that, yeah. Was a, that was a huge reveal. Um, yeah, I, I, I also like the Jedi were name-checked in this episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. Crosshair even yeah. calls out that the Jedi were, you know, evil or whatever, and the traitors yeah traitors yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and um yeah i just really liked that i like that the word is still being said like i'm worried that the jedi are like i know there's a big push in sort of ancillary material to explain that sidious tried to sort of squash the jedi even remove statues iconography everything to sort of just diminish their name yeah. and their the their organization sort of uh the erisher them from the galaxy and uh i like that the word is still being said and almost like i i just i think that's kind of those are the fun stories is to to, to hear where the whispers of the jedi yeah. are happening that, those hush, are the stories the i tones. want to witness yeah yeah yeah, I like this idea, like the Jedi being whispered about yes, in the hushed exactly. tones, because it's not, you don't mention it in polite company, right? Like you don't know who's listening, and that's a that's a dangerous word to be throwing yeah. around out there. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that too. It was fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, so I have a question for you guys, and um, sure, I, sure, I, I have an answer to this, but I want to hear what you have to say. Does Commander Cody think he killed Obi Wan Kenobi? And we might have brought this up in a previous episode. Oh, I, I, oh, I think so. I think he does. I don't I, think I, I so. Think, I like, think he says something about yeah, go for it, sweep in, in Revenge of the Sith, right? Like, does he say something about doing another sweep of the, the, the lake bed below or right. so, like, something yeah, like and, that? And also, I don't know. I mean, so Obi... Or double your efforts or something like that, he says. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like he, he doesn't think he, they got him, you know, or they haven't found a body, yeah. you know, so it's like he can't confirm. That's yeah. right. And then also, I mean, Obi-Wan yeah. does uh, send out the message to all the Jedi. And I don't know how. Actually, oh, uh, yeah. Those are... clones. They certainly wouldn't play it for the general population. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to think, is I don't think anyone knows that that he survived right not that they, yeah. they think he's dead but i don't think it was probably news report um i will say that i'll say so here's like the wikipedia entry eventually a clone paratrooper reported that a corpse couldn't be recovered and expressed his doubts that anyone could survive such a fall cody seemingly convinced that the jedi master had perished orders men prepared to, for departure yeah so that's kind so of the interaction know, at that moment. Okay. so dead. it seems like yeah, he's just like mind. could be dead but assumes yeah. he's dead uh, and no evidence to the contrary, if you think from his perspective. So he probably assumes that he killed yeah. Obi-Wan. Yeah, is my guess. Well, but I don't know. Fun. Yeah, that could be fun. It's harder to get him to cross paths if they if he thinks he's dead. But um, I don't know. I'm excited to see more Cody if, in fact, that is what happens. Yeah, we don't know where Cody's journey is going to take him, right? Like he could end up on Tatooine for some reason. Who knows? Sorry to bring it back there. Um, you guys yeah. are all making amazing points and uh, oh. my mind is wandering. I love, this is fun. This is my favorite thing to do is think about all the little intricacies and how these things uh, play together. How it all wrap into one another. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, again, I just want to praise the sort of lighting and <laughs> just overall right. animation and the, the, the yeah. production, like the sets, the, the, the actual environments that they built were gorgeous. Like, I, I, bad batch it just it, it just almost feels like this is the the conceptual ground that maybe live act future live action projects can take from like just some of the architecture they invent for these yes. environments are just gorgeous and like 
the lighting's amazing and like if anything yeah. i just hope the live action can sort of like that sort of those environments and the lighting can spill over into live action because it's just it's so well yes yeah. desix gave me star wars tingles it, it seemed like a it seemed like a Star Wars place, and it actually reminded me randomly of uh, Kajimi from um, from Rise of Skywalker. Um, it was something about multiple levels, and you had people like coming in and out of doorways, like and, and so I know that was on an asteroid. I think Kajimi was on like a floating was, asteroid. Yeah, this was like a red um, dust planet, though. This was yeah, but this is like a dust planet. But something about it reminded me of that of that kind of setup, and it just really felt like it felt fully realized as an environment and like the fact that they're wearing breathers and stuff, yeah. I just really, so. I really loved just the, the little world building just through the environment yeah. that was there. Another castle. It was sort of a citadel um, that this main thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. long walkway. It was designed like a medieval castle. Um, a lot like um, actually Dragonstone. If you're game of Thrones dork. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Dragonstone vibes, which I love. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a great location. Um, I love that they're giving us new locations, you know, like more, give us new stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And Rampart's office. Come on. That office is amazing. (laughs) He's a high ranking guy. That's a, that is a, that's a corner office view right there in Coruscant. So, so, all right. Answer me this. And this might be something we should know. Um, That place where they, they show the war memorial for all the like clones lost, I assume. Oh yeah. yeah, with like the proto bash. Yeah, on the, I was like, yeah, the yeah. Dead sea I was so curious about that. Like, yeah, so, like, is that yeah. Coruscant, or is that like another military base location? Obviously, it's not. Um, Camino's gone, so they're no longer staging there. That's I funny. Know. I assumed it was Coruscant, but I don't know. Yeah, I want to think it's Coruscant. Certain. I want to think it's like yeah. you know where they the clones have been um, staging there yes. since Attack of the Clones or whatever. So. Yeah. It's Imperial City. It's the center for military operations, and that's referred to as the first battle memorial where they where they were. Wait, so um, that memorial? It didn't look like Orabesh. It looked like a different scripture, though. Like it looked I like a different writing. And actually, was it? It was. It was Jedi's names. It's clone names. It's it is the first battle. It was a commemorative memorial in honor to the many clone troopers who died during the first oh, so battle. It would be, it would be of the Clone Wars on Geonosis. Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. So that's what it was. So it's it's where it showed up in a couple episodes of Clone Wars. Apparently, the Jedi who knew too much and the wrong Jedi, and now it's in this yeah. one, the Solitary okay. Clone. So that's what that is. Yeah. 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 That was beautiful that was and heartfelt and like something everyone can appreciate. With super you know, cool and the fact that yeah. that was where you know a lot of really heavy moments happened also just yeah the the way uh, it was symbolic and there was no dialogue but the you know cody and his clone troopers were being picked up in one shuttle and a bunch of phase one stormtroopers were being dropped off in another shuttle. That's, i think you're yeah that's my favorite scene of <laughs> yep. the episode actually i think some yeah. sweet music is playing yeah and you're seeing this sort of occupation of of what did we say this planet was? Dex, Dexis or something? Dexis. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. Dexis. So we're seeing Dexis. the the yeah. occupation by those Phase One stormtroopers. Just the music, everything about that scene. I think Crosshair looking out over it before they take off. Yeah, that that was just such a cool scene, and it's kind of cool to see like these, uh, I guess, moments in the Imperial campaign. You know, like it's, like they took over this planet, and you're actually seeing the deployment of troopers, and you're seeing them occupy the planet as a kind of like nice button for the episode. And I was like, Ooh, I hope, I hope we get more of those 
let's check in where, where the empire stands at the end of the episode, um, going forward, because it's so much fun to get those rollouts and those sort of like, um, big sort of, um, vistas and those, the, the, it, it almost feels like Lawrence of Arabia in those moments where it's like super wide and you're yeah. seeing the takeover of a planet. And it's like, I, I just, I really hope we get more of those going forward. Totally. Yeah, man. I love yeah, it. Man. Absolutely. Um, well, all right. Why don't we call it? That was, um, we did a whole bunch of coverage on that, <laughs> that episode. We actually almost matched the runtime of the episode. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> So we aim to do. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Pretty good. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's that episode was in our crosshair. So, yeah. Oh. I mean, to be fair, it's usually like. Oh, I'll see myself right. out. I'm not even going to buy. Well done. Shut down the transmission. Um, yeah, next week, uh, episode four, which I don't have the name in front of me. Uh, but we also may have uh, some other news. I think I've heard rumblings that a new trailer for Mandalorian might be dropping That'd tomorrow be night. Fun. That'd be fun. Be good to see. Yeah. That. During the old I'm, I'm sports ball, close to blackout on um, on trailers, but uh, I'll, I'll check that out for sure. Um, and then also, yeah, maybe we might dip back into the High Republic at some point. I think there's an audio book out, The Battle of Jedha. Yes, that's and right. We should, yeah, we should totally point. do that. It's been out for a little while now, so people probably have heard it. Um, and uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to that because there's been a lot of movement towards uh, the title there, the actual Battle of Jedha, which should be fun. Um, so if you're into the high Republic, um, let's, we'll talk about it. And if you haven't listened to the high Republic, you should check it out. It's good. Um, I just, yeah, I just, you're missing the, out um, high Republic subreddit and it's very active. Um, people are super nice. into that, good. um, which is cool. They're like a lot of people getting into it. A lot of people, you know, checking it out, wondering like phase one, phase two. And, um, yeah, you don't need to watch or read all of phase one to get phase two. Um, it actually happens before. No, but uh, yeah, um, it's a good time. So I'm looking forward to getting back into all that. But um, all right, why don't we wrap it up? Thanks so much for listening and or watching on um, YouTube. Um, there is links, I think, for vice versa in both of these um, on, on whatever platform you're on. So yeah. Oh, actually, it's going to play on the credits too. If you're looking, you can see our link tree and all that. I'm pointing to the many links that will be yes. super. <laughs> Indeed. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so we're going to do it, but, um, thanks very much, everyone have a, uh, fantastic, fantastic week. And we'll talk to you next week. May the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off for the latest breaking news. Follow at core world news on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you. And good night. Remember the force will be with you always.